Welcome to the show. Here's my dad. You're listening to the Infant Adoption Guide Podcast, episode number 30, Adoption Tax Credit Questions and Answers with Becky Wilma. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Infant Adoption Guide Podcast. My name's Tim Elder, I'm an adoptive dad of two, working on number three. This podcast is all about domestic infant adoption. This show is here to help you shorten the time, decrease the cost, and make it less stressful for you to reach the dream of becoming parents through adoption. So part of the show we're working on today is the the cost part because we're talking all about adoption tax credit. Becky Wilmoth is here today from Bill's Tax Service, and she's going to explain what it means, um, how to get the credit, uh, when to get the credit, what you need to get the credit. Uh, there's so much misunderstanding, mis- oh, I don't know about misconceptions, maybe just some uh, misunderstandings about how to take the credit and all those questions. So she's going to cut through all that, give us the straight answers, and uh, tell you how to work with her if you want to, because she provides, or not just her, but uh, Bill's Tax Service provides help for people all over the country, as we'll discuss in the interview. So I just, uh, I'm really excited for the show today because she's really um, passionate about this because it's not just about tax service, it's also about adoption and what that means for families just like yours to provide hope that you actually can adopt and part of your cost can be uh, covered through this adoption tax credit. So I hope you enjoy the interview today with Becky Wilmoth of Bill's Tax Service. Let's listen to the interview now. Okay, everyone. I am so excited today to have Becky Wilmoth on the show today. She is an enrolled agent and registered tax return preparer and the adoption tax credit specialist with Bill's Tax Service located in Centralia, Illinois. She has been blessed by adoption twice, and she's been preparing taxes for years, So, and she's a huge advocate for and considered to be an expert on adoption tax credit. She goes to all the conferences and has does presentations on it. And you'll hear in her voice how passionate she is about adoption and the adoption tax credit. So, hey, Becky, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Tim. It's, it's great to be here. I'm glad to have the opportunity um, to, you know, hopefully, you know, if we just help one more family today, it's it's worth everything that we do. Amen to that. I totally agree with you. And that's, that's why I'm so glad you're coming on, especially this time of year. I'm sure it's starting to get busy for you or it will be here in February. And so it's a perfect time to talk about the adoption tax credit because a lot of folks don't either don't know about it or don't understand it. I mean, I'd say 90% of the people involved in adoption either don't know or don't understand it. So I'm, that's why you're here today. Let's let's help some people, right? That, that sounds wonderful. And uh, um, as we talked before, that's exactly why our mission began. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, I mean, you when people hear Bill's tax service, like, what does this have to do with adoption, and how did you get an adoption tax credit stuff? So if you want to talk about that real quick, that'd be great. Okay. Um, one of the uh, things um, that is very important to us is we want everyone to understand that this is more than just business for us. This is very personal. Um, and we do get that question, why why is a tax business at an adoption conference and but it is so important to understand because word of mouth, you know, quite a few years ago got around that we knew how to do the adoption tax credit. And, you know, 
we started a local mission here. We started doing local seminars, a few paper ads and, and radio ads. And, and it, you know, when God puts his hand on something, um, watch out because we are now nationwide. We travel and speak nationwide. But more importantly, we want people to understand that this is very personal. I have been blessed by adoption. My boss and his wife are foster and adoptive parents, and uh, several people in our office either have adopted or they are in the process of, of adoption. So th- that's why Bill's Tax Service got involved in the adoption community, and we feel very blessed to be a part of the adoption family. We are blessed because, um, you know, we want to help as many families as possible because if we help the families, that means we help another child. And one thing that I have learned over the years is, you know, the biggest hindrance to most people to adopt, whether it's domestic or international, is usually funding and, and the money issue. And, and if we can help relieve some of that stress and some of that fear, then they see, okay, we can do this. And they adopt, and they're like, okay, this is great. Let's do it again. And so that's, you know, that's our end goal is to help as many agencies to understand how the adoption tax credit works so they can help their people. So, and if we can help adoptive families and we can inform them that the adoption tax credit can help you. Um, and I'll, I'll talk a little later, you know, more about the difference between what it was and what it is now. But, but that's the main reason, Tim, is, is we, we take it very personal. It's a very close to our hearts, and um, we, we just want to do what God wants us to do. Yeah, I've been very impressed with what you guys have put out there in various places, either on radio or in print. And I, I really like what you guys stand for. In fact, one of the things I wanted to point out was that the Bills Tax Services, uh, if those of you that are familiar with Dave Ramsey and his nationally syndicated radio show, you're you're part of one of Dave Ramsey's endorsed local providers. And I know it's not easy to get. I think it's a it's a huge credential to to let folks know that um, he checks businesses out before they he allows them to become an ELP. So I think that's a pretty yes, cool. Yes, and and we are all Dave Ramsey fans. Me too. And, you know. Um, uh, you know, years ago, I, I fell in love with Dave Ramsey's stuff, and there was a time in our life if we had not have, have planned ahead and and did exactly what he said, we would have been in serious trouble because of some health issues with my husband. So, I, you know, uh, we have a, a lady on staff here now that that is that is her um, specialty um, that she is helping families. You know, get get their budget back in line and help them with their finances, and and so yeah, it, it is a big deal for us, you know, um, to be an endorsed local provider for Dave Ramsey. Yeah, because you work with families all over the U.S., so having yeah. him give you that ELP status and well, not just give it to you, but you you deserved right. it obviously, otherwise he wouldn't have uh, have give you that credential. So when I read off your credentials, being an enrolled agent and a registered tax return preparer. Can you talk briefly about that? Because I don't think everybody knows what those mean. Um, I We have several enrolled agents in our office, six as a matter of fact, and I am an enrolled agent. Um, what that means is I am licensed by the Internal Revenue Service to do tax returns for all 50 states, 
and that also means that I am licensed to represent clients for all 50 states. Um, and one of the things, um, you know, people ask us a lot, what is the difference between a CPA and an enrolled agent? Well, what the difference is, is a CPA, whatever state they are licensed in, they can do tax returns for all 50 states, but they can only represent clients from that one state that they're licensed in. Whereas an enrolled agent, you can do the returns for all 50 states and you can represent for all 50 states. It is the highest designation that you can obtain from the Internal Revenue Service, and it is a series of three federal tests that are very hard, and um, you work very hard for that credential. And so I just, you know, want everyone to know that, that we are, you know, more than qualified. And like I said, we have six enrolled agents, and we have a lot of other staff. We have other um, RTRPs, you know, we have uh, other accountants, you know, here on staff. Um, but I just, you know, I wanted to explain what an enrolled agent is. Yeah, I'm glad you did. I mean, you, not only did you work hard for that designation, and you deserve to, to have that, but the, the folks need to know also uh, who is Becky and what, is, and what gives her the, the right to tell us what this adoption tax credit is all about. So uh, we've, we've definitely proven that point that you're – more than qualified to to give the folks some um, information about the adoption tax credit. So let's dive into that. How about you just briefly describe, well, you mentioned it already, what is the tax credit and kind of where we've been and where we're going? Um, the, ad the adoption tax credit is now a permanent federal credit, it is now a permanent part of the IRC code. Um, at this point, it is non-refundable. Um, which means it will go against your tax liability before it gets to your withholding. Um, the only thing about when it is non-refundable, um, it will not cover self-employment tax. It will not cover um, first-time homebuyer payback. And it will not cover the 10% penalty if you do an early withdrawal from your retirement. But it is still a great credit um, because what happens is, Whatever your tax liability is on page two of your federal 1040, that adoption tax credit will come in and take care of that tax liability up to the dollar amount of the adoption tax credit. Now, for 2014, which is the tax return that you are getting ready to do, um, the adoption tax credit was 13190 So. It can help cover your tax liability up to that 13190 And so, but what you do not use of that 13190 you can carry that forward for up to five years. Now, for 2015, that dollar amount will be 13400 So what basically happens on your page two of your federal 1040, when you get to your tax liability, and that adoption tax credit comes in, and then you get all of your withholding back. Well, the, ma the majority of it, um, unless your tax liability is over the 13190 but it, before it gets to your, with your withholding that you have, uh, you know, taken out of your, your check, you know, every week or every two weeks, and then that is on your W-2 in box two at the end of the year. Um, another benefit of the adoption tax credit 
is because it is taking care of your tax liability, it takes child tax credit, which up at the top is not refundable, and it bumps it down to additional child tax credit, which is refundable. So you are getting a larger refund, and I'm advocating very strongly for it to become refundable again because it does help more families. And when it is refundable, you get the entire amount back at once, and it also helps cover that self-employment tax. And I know that it's, it makes it a lot harder for a lot of minister, you know, when it's non-refundable because they're self-employment tax that they have to pay. So, um, you know, there's a bill in the House and the Senate right now, and so we are, we are sponsors and advocates for several groups that are in the Adoption Tax Working Group. And so I encourage everyone to call your senator or representative and ask them to co-sponsor these bills because the more people and the more uh, senator and representatives we have that co-sponsor the bill, the more likely they are to get passed through Congress. And we have a new Congress now, so I just it's, it's very important that we help get this refundable again because it does help more people when it's refundable. Also, I... I advocate very strongly that even if you have zero tax liability go ahead and take the credit because if it and then carry it forward you can carry it forward for up to five years and then if it does become refundable again you will have that carry forward credit sitting there waiting to be refunded to you and not only that but everybody's tax situation can change from year to year So you may not be able to use the credit one year, but you may be able to use it the next year. Now, you will have to carry that forward yourself on your return, okay? So even if you have zero tax liability, go ahead and take the credit. Otherwise, you will have to go back and amend your tax returns, which you can do. Um, But to me, it seems like it's just a lot easier if you go ahead and put it on and then carry it forward. And so if it becomes refundable again, it'll be waiting for you. That's a good like I tip. Said, it's still yeah. a great credit. Yeah. So really there isn't any reason why you should not claim that adoption tax credit, even if you have zero no. tax liability. Exactly. And not only that, but all adoptions qualify except for a spouse's child. Mm-hmm. You know, it, if it's I have done nephews, nieces, grandchild, hmm. you know, um, there's, you know, that's the only only adoption that does not qualify is is the child of your spouse. Yeah. You know, one other thing that I just thought of that has been always a confusing issue is when can you take it? You know, you, you're talking about it, have the adoptions finalized in 2014, but can you talk about when you can claim the credit? Absolutely. And that is, you're, you're correct, Tim. That is one of the, the biggest confusions for most people. Number one, if it is an international adoption, it has to be final before you can file anything. You have to have that final judgment of adoption in order to claim the adoption tax credit. On a foster adoption, it has to be final before you can claim the adoption tax credit. Um, now, on, on, on foster adoptions, if the child is declared special needs according to the state's criteria, you can qualify for the full amount with no expenses. Each state has a different criteria. And if you want to know what your state is, 
what the criteria is and if that child qualifies, just drop me an email and I'll be more than glad to help you with that. Um, now for a domestic adoption, this is the one area that is a little different. Say you have a private domestic adoption. Say you paid expenses in, in 2012, okay? You cannot claim them on your tax return until the 2014 return. Um, it cannot be that tax year. It has to be the following year. You can take it on that. Um, but it is easier if you wait till it is final. And the reason I say that is because you do not and will not have an A10 number or a Social Security number to attach to that adoption tax credit. Um, and that just makes it a whole lot easier if you, if you wait until it's final. Sometimes you, you may have that, and if you do have that, just remember it's the following year, not the year that they were paid. You basically have to skip a year yeah. from the time. So if you paid it, the expenses in 12, you cannot try to claim the adoption tax credit until your 2014 return, of course, which is we, what we are getting ready to do. Yeah, that, and that's what my wife, we're going through our third adoption right now, and we started it in 2013 so we had some expenses there and that the way i understand it is if you had expenses qualified expenses in 2013 you couldn't have claimed them on the 2013 taxes but you can claim them on the 2014 taxes correct well what will happen is if for the 2013 expenses you are right you cannot claim them on the 13 because you paid them yep so you can claim them on the 14 which is now which is what you should be getting ready to file okay understood but like you said it you have to have either a social security number which you won't have because child's not here or what's the alternative the adoption yeah the it, adoption taxpayer identification okay. number okay and and i have only seen one instance in uh, in all the years that i've been doing this that someone was denied an A10 number. And the reason they were denied the A10 number was basically because by the time they had gotten to that point, they should have filed for a Social Security number. Yeah. So it does make it a lot easier if you have that A10 or that Social Security number because that's the first thing, you know, that, you know, you need to put on that form is, you know, is it final? It What's the Social Security or A10 number? And is it a special needs adoption? So if, if you can hold off until, you know, it's final, it is so much easier for you. Yeah, but for those of us that are, it might take a couple of years to adopt, that right. money's kind of hanging out there. And some sure. of, some cases, it's it's quite a bit of money. Yes. It'd be nice to take advantage of that and get that before sure. the adoption's actually finalized. Because depending on how long it takes, like in our state, we have to wait six months after placement to even finalize. So we could be looking into 2016 easily. Correct. And then we won't claim it until the beginning of 2017. We're that right. money's tied up for a while. Sure, sure. It so is. that's a good. It's a good point to make because I think a lot of people get just into thinking, well, I can't claim it until it's finalized. So then Domestic there's nothing I can do. The only exception. Yeah. It's a good distinction to make because, uh, and it does get confusing, which is I'm glad uh, that you're on here to discuss it. But also, I think people should not just take it upon themselves to try to figure it out. I would <laughs> definitely contact folks like you or your or your somebody that knows the adoption tax credit to 
not just any CPA, but somebody that knows the adoption tax credit to, to help you go through that's, it. That's very important because we have corrected a lot of mistakes over the year. And, it, and you know, it was not intentional mistakes by any means. It's just the, you know, the, the, the amount does not change. But because there's certain details for different situations, that's where you, you have to study and you have to, to know what you can and cannot do and, and what the IRS needs if they request documentation. You know, those are things that are very important. Absolutely, yep. So in your experience and talking to folks, uh, what, what's the most, is that the most misunderstood thing about the credit is just when you can take it or what, what would you say the most important thing is for them to remember? I think um, the most confusing thing that I have seen, and, and it's on all types of adoption, whether it's domestic, international, foster, um, the number one confusion is when can I take it? Um, when is the adoption considered final, you know, to the IRS? And what documentation that the IRS wants? You know, that, that, that's the biggest issue because, um, you know, in 2010 and 2011, whenever the adoption tax credit um, was refundable, um, one of the reasons that so many of those returns went under, under review is because of the wrong documentation. Because sometimes what you came home with, the paperwork that you came home with, was not what the IRS wanted. They wanted something very specific. And so I think documentation, I would say, would be the number one um, issue that has, has been um, with the adoption tax credit. And so that's why it's very important. Every, everyone that calls or emails me, I, I highly recommend, and I, matter of fact, I talked with Kelly Ellison about this on a webinar we did the other night. I tell clients or anyone that calls, get, it, get a folder, get an envelope, a big manila envelope, and mark it IRS documentation. When you get home and everything's final, you know, you've got Social Security number, cards are changed, everything's done and complete, get an envelope, make good copies of what the IRS wants, and mark that envelope, IRS documentation. So if you ever get a love letter from the IRS saying we are reviewing your adoption tax credit, you know that you can go right to that envelope, make copies, attach it to that letter, and I also have a tip for every single person. Put whoever the primary Social Security number is on, on that return, put their Social Security number on the top of every piece of documentation in red Sharpie. Staple that together. Because sometimes what happens when your return gets to the IRS, the tax return goes one direction, the documentation goes another direction. And sometimes they do not get back together. So if you send that documentation, take a red Sharpie, put that primary taxpayer Social Security number on top of every single page, and it has a lot more likely chance of getting back to where it needs to go. It'll speed up the process, too, hopefully, that yes, you can get your absolutely. credit back. <laughs> absolutely. And, every, and, I mean, everything that you can do, you know, do it according to their specifications, the better off that you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you found that uh, now that it's non-refundable, there are less 
audits, I guess is the right word yes. for it? Um, well, reviews. They were reviews, whenever yes. those in, in 2010 and, and 2011, when 68 percent of the adoption tax credit returns went under review, it was not actually a full audit of the return. What it was was the the review of the adoption tax credit portion, and like I said, the most of it was because of the documentation. Now that it is non-refundable and it can also be electronically filed now since last year that is a wonderful wonderful blessing it, it makes life so much easier but i still always have the documentation in the folder you know just in case i have only had two out of the hundreds and hundreds that we do every year i have only had two since it's non-refundable that has requested more documentation wow that's that's incredible. So That's it is good. a huge difference. Yeah. It is a huge difference. And you, you and and I know it was as frustrating it was for adoptive families and, and for preparers alike, but it that was a lot of money that was going out. Um, you know, the highest refund that I did was forty six thousand hmm. dollars. Um, for someone who was told they didn't qualify. And we you know, we had all of our ducks in a row. She got the refund, no problem. She came in, and she said, you just don't realize what you've done for me. And I explained to her, this is why we're doing what we're doing, you know. And a, a friend, some friends of hers had came to one of our seminars, and, and I said, just, you know, just have her call me and let me talk to her. And, and um, she did, and she brought her stuff in. And, and when, after she got her check, she came in, and she said, I just became disabled and went on disability. Mm. Wow. So now I can pay off my house and buy a van for me and my four boys, you know, and and so it was a lot of money that went out, and so that's that was one of the reasons, you know, that it was so hard because you see so many families that are struggling, that are just just trying to make ends meet, and they love their kids, and you want they want to help more kids, um, but since it's non-refundable, it it has you know. The, the amount of documentation and reviews has went down dramatically. Yeah, can you, can you speak about the documentation? Because I know, I mean, maybe it's not an easy question to answer, but what exactly do they request? I mean, I know it's qualified expenses, so is the documentation simply, or to try to put it in simple words, the paperwork you need to give them proving that you've had an expense? Um, depending on the type of adoption. Um for um, for foster adoption, what the two pieces of documentation that they need to send if the IRS requests more documentation is, number one, the final judgment of adoption. It has to be signed and dated. The IRS will not accept any documentation that's not signed and dated. Number two, for a foster adoption, is the Adoption Assistance Eligibility Determination. The English version of that is subsidy agreement. On your subsidy agreement that you sign with your state um, in foster care, there is a box there that is checked that declares that child special needs according to that state's criteria. So those are the two things. If it is a foster adoption, it's the final judgment of adoption, and the subsidy agreement declaring that child special needs. It also has to be signed and dated or the IRS will not accept it. Now, 
if it is a domestic or international adoption. Of course, the first thing that you need is the final judgment adoption. Again, signed and dated. Some, it's called certificate of adoption, but most of the time it's going to be called final judgment of adoption. The next thing that you are going to need is a signed and dated copy of your home study placement agreement that's completed by the authorized placement agency. And the third thing is a copy of all of your expenses paid. The IRS does not want what, you know, say your agency sent you an itemized statement of what they billed you. That is not what they want. They want to know what is paid. They want to see, uh, you know, you're talking agency fees, attorney fees, travel expenses. Um, there's, there's so many, like postage. Um, you know, if you have to send your dossier, you know, keep, keep receipts, you know, and, and make good copies. Your home study expenses, what you paid to have your home study done. Show where that was paid. That is exactly what the IRS wants. Those, those three things for domestic and international, you want the final judgment of adoption, the home study placement agreement, both of those must be signed and dated, and then a copy of all of your receipts. And I always um, suggest to clients, start with your big ones, your agency fees, your attorney fees, um, your travel expenses. You know, those are going to be your first main big expenses. So even with those, you may reach the maximum of the adoption tax credit before you ever get into any any of the other smaller, you know, expenses that you will have. And the less documentation you have to give the IRS, the better, right? So if you could do that, if you could do that in one document, that's even better, right? <laughs> there you go. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. And like I said, the the, the main thing is to remember is they want to see what's paid, yeah. not what's billed. They want to see an itemized, okay, you were billed this date for your home study. You paid it on this date. You you know, it, that's just an example. Um, but they want to see, you know, they want to see date, check number, you know. And if you have good copies of that and you put it in that one envelope marked IRS documentation, that is all that you will ever need if you get that letter saying we need some documentation. You make a copy of that, put the Social Security number at the top, and send it back. Yeah, every every providers, when I say provider, I mean like home study provider or your agency should give you a copy of the receipt saying that you, here's what we billed you, here's what we paid you, and here's the check number you wrote us. That should be on a, a statement. So if you don't Absolutely. have that, go ask for it. Make sure you have it. Put it in your paperwork. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Awesome. Well, I, I wanted to, well, before we wrap this up, I wanted to just talk briefly about Bill's tax service. I mean, how can you, how does Bill's tax service help families? I mean, you're only so many people, but you can help people all over the country, right? So can anybody just yes. call you up or email you and, hey, hey, help me with my adoption tax credit? Absolutely. I, I do tax returns from all over the United States. Um, the great thing about technology is we can do everything electronically now. Um, clients, they scan all of their documents to me and email it to me. They can fax it to me. They can snail mail it to me. And, um, you know, we, you know, Dropbox. And, and I just, 
you know, it's, it's wonderful. And then I can email them the signature forms and a copy of their return, and, and they can fax the signature forms back to me. And, and our receptionist, she is wonderful. You know, um, we, have, we have two offices in both offices. We have great receptionists. They take good care of us. And, uh, you know, they take the payment over the phone. I send them, I scan it, send them a, a copy of the receipt. Um, and then we put a, a nice package together, you know, their final copies. We send it to them. And, and uh, technology affords us to do that a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's great. Several years ago, it, it would have taken, you know, quite a feat for that to happen, but not anymore. I mean, yeah, I, all over the United States. And if, and I, when I have contact with someone, they say, you know, I live in Alabama and I would like for you to do our return. Um, I send them a list of documentation um, as far as, you know, the W-2s, mortgage interest. You know, if you if you have all of these things, this is what I need. Send it to me here, and I complete their return. Awesome. Yes. I think that's a great service that you guys are providing for so many people. And you've definitely done a good job of clearing things up here today. And there may be questions out there that somebody has not gotten answered they're sitting there thinking hey, wait a minute what about this where can people get a hold of you if they have additional questions about their adoption tax credit um i am i am in the centralia office most days so you can call our centralia office it's 618-532-7223 we also have an 800 number for our adoptive families it's one 888 adopt zero or you can email me at becky b-e-c-k-y at bill b-i-l-l-s-t-a-x the number two dot com that's becky at bills tax two dot com and i will be more than glad to help you if it's just answer a question um i'll be more than glad they can call or email me and i'll do anything i can to help them Awesome. I'll have all that info in case you're trying to frantically write stuff down. I'll just have all that stuff in the show notes. So if you go to infantadoptionguide.com forward slash 30 for episode 30 here, all that stuff will be there so you can easily contact uh, Becky that way. So I, I'm, I'm sure there's more questions because this is a complex subject. So I'm sure there's more questions and there's tons of different scenarios when you're dealing with uh, mostly domestic infant adoption is the people that listen to this show. So if you have a question, please do not hesitate to to contact Becky or you can leave a comment on the show notes as well and we can we can definitely direct you over there and get get your answer is there any other places that people can connect with you guys are on Facebook and Twitter yes we have we I am actually on Twitter and Facebook um, you can connect with me on Twitter at Becky Wilmoth on Twitter and then also we have an adoption tax credit at Bill's tax service Facebook page and you can just connect with us there and message us there if that's easier for you. Like I said, I'm I am on Twitter, and you know, and and Bill's Tax Service also has a uh, Facebook page and a Twitter. Um, like I said, we have two offices in Centralia and in O'Fallon. Um, so if you you know if you ever need to just you know drop us a message on Facebook or Twitter, and we will be more than glad to help you. Yeah, and your main website is that. It is, well, go ahead and give it to me. BillsTaxService.com. BillsTaxService.com. Easy to remember. That'll also be in the show notes. Well, thanks, Becky, so much for joining us. You're a 
fantastic resource for the adoption tax credit. And uh, I know you've you've helped a lot of folks over the years and around the country. And I hope you continue your great work because, like you said, it does not only helps the folks that are adopting, but you're helping the children that they are adopting even more. So that's uh, God bless you on your work. Thank you very much. And and like I said, this is a passion and, and a burden for us. And, and there were other accountant agencies when we started our mission. They thought that we were crazy, Tim. Hmm. But we knew we had prayed about it, and this was what we were supposed to do. And, you know, not has only God blessed us, but he's blessed our office. So, you know, we're just going to keep doing what God wants us to do. And whatever doors he opens, we'll go through. Amen to that. Well, I hope to I hope to see you in some conferences. Uh, I'm going to start quite a, start to go to some of them here. So I hope to connect with uh, folks like you and some people that we both know, um, like Julie Gum and and other folks. So in the adoption community, so I think that'll be really fun to actually get to meet some of uh, you guys face to face. That sounds great, Tim. It was good being with you today. Well, thanks so much, Becky. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Awesome interview there with Becky Wilmoth of Bill's Tax Service. And like I said, all these links and her phone number, contact information, and everything else is going to be in the show notes. Infantadoptionguide.com forward slash 30. And while you're there, if you want to enter a comment, just say what you think. Maybe you have a tip to share or a question to ask. You can do it easily there in the comments on the show notes. Or you can email me at Tim at infantadoptionguide.com and I'll be I'll do my best to help you get your questions answered as well because I think it's very important as you heard Becky say I mean these are this is not a small amount of money this tax credit is we're talking over $13,000 so the quicker you can get it and just knowing that it's there that you will be able to get it May, may change your mind or change your spouse's mind about whether or not you can actually adopt. I mean, it made a huge difference for us when we were first starting and they were telling us, oh, minimum $20,000 or how are we going to be able to do this? We're going to take a long time to save this money up. Well, knowing that cra- tax credit was there, it was a huge boost to our hope that, yes, we can do this. And that's what's allowed us, honestly, to do more than one adoption. And we're on number three right now. And so... Please uh, do your best to understand this adoption tax credit, what it means, how you can do it. Uh, go back and listen to this episode again if you didn't get it every, all that you need there. But there are more resources on infantadoptionguide.com, and you can get more resources on billstaxservice.com. And just would do a big, a better job of explaining it, even more so than what we've done here in just in the last half hour. So I hope you learned some things today about the adoption tax credit. And if if you wouldn't mind uh, going over to iTunes and give an honest review, because that really helps more and more people see the podcast. So infantadoptionguide.com forward slash iTunes. And I'll lead you there to uh, leave a honest review for me. If you like the show, enter your comments on that and share it with people. So I really appreciate that. And one more thing I wanted to share with you is um, I'm, starting a new training coming up soon and it's all about how to create your own adoption profile video it's really helped us in our first two adoptions and we've created one for our third adoption on here and uh, I've got a new website called adoptionprofilevideo.com 
and you can go enter your email address in there and I'll keep you up to date on when this training is going to be available and there's I'll share with you some information about how to how to create your own video and I also have a blog post on infiniteoptionguide.com about it about how to make a great adoption profile in five simple steps so if you go over to infiniteoptionguide.com you can you can see that and I'll put that in the show notes for this as well infiniteoptionguide.com forward slash 30 so thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys uh, that, that listen each and every episode and take the time to share with me the comments, the comments about why you like the shows and uh, what you're getting out of it. Um, it makes me very happy to know that these episodes and, the, and especially the guests on here are really helping you out on your adoption journey. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, I appreciate your, your listening, and we'll talk to you again on the next episode. Take care and God bless. Thanks for listening to my dad.